Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Sydney Thompson joins us during the NHL season pause. This LA native and Pilates enthusiast has some stories to tell about growing up in Southern California and life with her sweetheart. Philadelphia Flyer centerman Nate Thompson, who was traded just before the deadline this year. We are so excited to have her join us today. Well, hi, Sydney. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with us today. Hello. Thanks hi. for having me. Oh, it's happy you're on. How's it going over there? It's going well. We have a bit of rain today, so it's nice for a little change, but you know. Where are you guys right now? Where are we you? Are um, we are in Hermosa Beach. Okay. Oh, so nice. Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hermosa. I love that area. Yeah. We love it. We love it. It's a nice little community. Is that your guys' off-season place? Or? Yeah, it is. Um, we bought a place here when Nate got traded to the Kings and then just never left. So okay. I'm from LA and this is kind of our home base anyway. Okay. Born and raised in LA? Yeah. Wow. Cool. So now right. it was our little excuse to make us a permanent spot. That's kind of perfect then. Yeah, it was. So, it's uh, so what was growing up in LA like? Um, I get that question a lot because people are like, oh, you're from LA. What is that like? But I, I, don't, I don't know. My parents raised us really normal, I guess you would say. Um, I have two wonderful, loving parents and two sisters when you meet us, I think you would think that we're crazy. We have a very loud Jewish family, but, um, I love it. yeah, I would, I think we're a pretty normal family. I guess what is normal really, but, um, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really have a set of rules or a curfew. My parents kind of let us do what we wanted to do until we messed up. And then we realized we messed up. What? Um, really? That's pretty amazing. But we, like, I, I thought mean, we never come home. <laughs> we were good, you know, we were good kids and um I I I don't know. I was kind of always like scared of my parents for no reason because I didn't want to mess up. So yeah. I think that's I, a good way to be. A little yeah. bit a little bit of fear like that isn't so bad. But my parents are so not scary at all. So <laughs> I agree though. Like I, I was scared of my parents, but like literally had no reason. They never laid a hand on you, barely talked to you, like yeah, whatever, exactly. but you still, that, you still have that fear. And I feel like you do need to instill a little bit of fear in your kids. So they actually like, listen when you mean it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why, like my parents, I don't think ever raised their voice to me or anything, but I never wanted to disappoint them. Right. Yeah. Totally. I, I don't know. I feel like cool people, you know? Totally. Yeah. I feel like growing up in like California, like LA would, is just cooler than it probably is for you. But for everyone else, we're like neat. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's just a regular, regular life, <laughs> but it was fun. And where's he from? 
and he's from Alaska. Oh, what? Okay. I was yeah. not expecting that. Okay. Yeah, that's so imagine awesome. telling your parents you <laughs> meet a guy who's from Alaska, divorced, with a baby, and he's a hockey player. <laughs> They're like, what in the hell? <laughs> Where did you find him? Nice Jewish girl who's never left. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You said you guys were all really close, you and your sisters. Did you? What, what did you do growing up? Were you like so we rode or? horses as um, a family? I guess you would say my sisters kind of fell out of it a little bit, but for the most part, we did it together um, competitively, and we'd travel all of us, and that was really interesting. That's kind of fun. I mean, so, what kind of what kind of riding? <laughs> um, English. So English we girl. did hunters and jumpers. And then um, that was that was kind of our thing. I had a few bad accidents when I was like, 17, so I can't really ride anymore because of that. So no, it's okay. I still love it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Does anyone else in your family still ride or? No. Really, hey? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I know. I, know. I kind of feel like it would be something peaceful to do. I don't know. I just keep thinking now, like what eases anxiety for people these days, especially right now with this whole pandemic going on. And I thought, gosh, you know, like a horse would be kind of an awesome thing to just go. It would be you can so still nice. do it on your own. Wouldn't it be nice to just, yeah. I don't know, go for a nice, easy ride. Although so I'm nice. not much of a rider myself, but <laughs> I was going to say, do you ride? <laughs> no, no I, I wish in my mind, I'm like a really good roper. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm. Oh wow. Yeah, I feel like I could just. (laughs) You just go right for it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rodeo. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna get all the cattle. She's gonna. Oh. No. Although I have to say, like, I'm a better rider than Ray. Ray's. I've only seen him on a horse a couple times, but I thought he was gonna shit in his pants. He was so scary, and the horse just kind of like. It was funny. It's kind of fun to watch him uncomfortable at something. Is that so bad? No, no, I love that. <laughs> I kind of like it when he's not good at something. So I, I know, I know. Well, well, we're um, we've been playing Rummy Cube recently. That's like our quarantine game of choice right now. And of course, I thought that Nate would suck at it. I don't know why, but he's kicking my ass every Damn single it. day, every day. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how is this happening? That's not fair. It's so I funny know. that you you come on saying that he's eating and you hope like can we hear him chewing? Because one of my girlfriends was messaging, and I swear she needs to blog while she's in quarantine because it's so funny how like her and her husband are just like toe to toe. And she's like, I physically left the dinner table tonight because the sound of his chewing was going to cause me to have a mental breakdown. It was a nice <laughs> dinner. Other than that, I'm like, oh my god, everyone's like, stop. I know we're laughing. Everyone's oh. kind of laughing because you're wondering like. Are you, how many divorces are going to be a result of this uh, quarantine? Yeah. This morning we woke up, or was it this morning or yesterday? I can't even remember at this point. And we're like, how are you doing? Do you feel okay today? Yeah. How are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> like our, our little common joke with each other now yeah like, oh totally of each other yeah, nice little, oh, yeah the nice second the second week I was like oh we're not gonna make it like for sure I even had a dream that we agreed on a divorce and he already oh, yeah. had a, and he had a divorce lawyer named Mara and I was like fine <laughs> I'll use Farah, my girlfriend like, <laughs> fuck it I'm out yeah. yeah that's enough Ray's Ray has golf though so I'm like so grateful that he can still go to the golf course and oh, that's nice yeah it's good it's good for him mentally it's good for me yeah. mentally too so 
Nate has the Peloton in the garage. Oh. <laughs> I, we have sometimes the door locks behind him, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> sometimes he has to do five classes back to back. <laughs> so where did you guys meet then? So we met here um, through mutual friends and sort of ish. We we met and then yeah, he he's like was he playing there. Like, so know, he was playing I, in um he was as he's like stuffing his face. Um he was playing in Anaheim. Okay. And a few months later we went out on like a group dinner date kind of thing. And that was pretty much it. Oh yeah. So yeah, it, I, I moved in with him like a week after that. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty very, sweet. very quick. Um my whole family thought I was insane. And yeah, um, so it was a blind date. Did you think? Set up by myself. Oh, <laughs> you set yourself up. I love it. Yes. Okay. Cool. How did that go? What you saw? You saw him somewhere. You saw a picture of him. Yes. Yeah, like, so that one. we had met out at a barbecue. I want to say a few yeah. drinks later. He was not sober at the time, um, and I was like, "Oh, you're cute." I think from what I remember. <laughs> Um, and then a few months went by and I was single, he was single and I messaged my friend that I had seen Nate on that dating app, Raya. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, that one. Stupid dating app. I've been together for, with Ray forever. So <laughs> I might be trying it out soon. I don't know. <laughs> so <Raya. laughs> long story short, and my girlfriend and I were laying in bed, the one that I was at her house. And we messaged, yeah, that's what it was. Sorry, I'm like, how did this even happen? We messaged her boyfriend. And the three of us were together the day I originally met Nate. And so we were like, okay, let's let's put this together. So we set up like a group dinner date. And that was pretty much it. I like that. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Just kind that's of hang awesome. out and then you can accidentally get to know each other a little better. Yeah. Oh. And did you like, did you lay it on thick like at the dinner date or did he? Um, Nate, did I lay it on thick or did you? <laughs> our our first date. <laughs> yeah, it's equal. Yeah. Yeah, he says pretty mutual. So did you sit next to him? Was there a seating? I, yeah, I, I, I think I sat next to him. I definitely sat next to him. Yeah. I love my saying, I think. <laughs> I remember he wore like <laughs> this like perforated leather jacket, you know, with like a bunch mm, of holes snazzy. in it. Mm -hmm. He was trying, he looked very cute. To be honest, it's a really ugly jacket, but I won't get rid of it because I'm a bit of a hoarder for like sentimental things. He's laughing. You should make a, it. You could always make a skirt out of it or something. Oh, good idea. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just repurpose <laughs> but, it. But yeah, we had fun. Um, and that I was, love it. That was and then that. you moved. You moved in shortly after. I mean, that is a quick little love fest. I like. Yeah. It. Yeah. We had a good time, and we broke up a little bit later for like. Yeah six months about a year later we broke up and then got back together got engaged got married and here we are wow. so how many teams has he yeah. been on then since you guys first met so this okay so here we go anaheim, <laughs> anaheim to ottawa ottawa to la montreal and philly so five okay. together yeah. and Philly yeah. just you he just got traded there at the deadline right or right before right around yeah so he got traded on deadline day oh my god so did you even go out there I not? did I I went with him the day he got traded um 
saw his first game because that's always been our thing. I, I've never wanted to miss his first game if I could be there, um, his first home game at least. So I went for his first game, flew back the following morning, packed up our house with um, my girlfriends in Montreal, and then I left to go back again two days later. Okay, that's wow. all right. So do you like, like Bridget and I always really enjoy new teams because we love to meet new people and stuff. Like, do you like it too? Because I feel like, before you answer, sorry. Um, I feel like I have so many mutual friends with you. I feel like you've come a lot across like a lot of great girls. Yeah. So to your point, I remember when we were traded to, or not traded, sorry, when he signed his new deal um, in Ottawa. <laughs> And who was it? Mike Smith's wife. Mm, yeah. She said, you're going she, to love Codette. She was so sweet. Oh, yeah, she's so cute. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Brigitte, and, yeah, yeah, Brigitte's amazing. We love her. And then they're, they're wonderful. And she, right then and there, I realized, like, how good the hockey world is. And I was nervous because I had only known Anaheim. Mm -hmm. And... So I didn't even, I don't know how, but you and I don't, I don't think we really crossed paths at that point, but my, just me and her knowing one another somehow, but then she knew you and then my number got passed around I to know, the yeah. Ottawa girls. And I was so grateful that I had girlfriends in hockey and grateful for the experiences that you really don't get that, you know, other places. Totally. And yeah. I remember that. I remember Brigitte reaching out and being like, you got to help out my girlfriend. She's just got traded to Ottawa. Yeah. Like, I mean, we never played in Ottawa, but <laughs> I, I don't really, friends I was, there. Yeah, I was I trying don't... to like pinpoint it with Nate the other, um, the other day, but yeah. So back to it, I loved every team we've been on and wouldn't trade it for the world because like I've never left LA. I mean, I went to college and grad school, but Still, it was just in Orange County, not yeah. very far. Where, um, what was your trick, the toughest move for you then? Um, I think the toughest move was, well, I, I at first I felt leaving LA when he was traded from LA to Montreal. But I, I don't know, then when he left Montreal to Philly, that felt really really hard mm. so i i'm not sure yeah between those two yeah, yeah it's I, kind of odd sometimes because i feel like you i don't know you're, you're in a different place in your life and you kind of leave your heart in all these different spots and sometimes yeah. it just really i don't know sometimes it's just a little more heartbreaking than others for whatever place you are in your life or whatever memories you had there it, i yeah I, th I think that's what it is so like recently at least for nate and i we've been going through a lot of fertility stuff over the last, I don't know, almost two years. And my girlfriends that I've become super close with in Montreal have become a really good family support to us. Mm. And um, I didn't realize how close I had connected with them and relied on them for that and just everything, you know? Mm. So when I left them, I was leaving a bit of a security blanket and like a second home. Yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, one of our podcast favorites is Ange Price. So you yeah, Ange, Julie yeah, Petrie, great. who's a riot, and like Bailey. It seems like you guys like had a pretty solid group there. Were you playing on yeah, the Have Nots yeah. too? Or yes. Oh <laughs> my god, I love that. 
I love the have nots. <laughs> we had so much fun. I mean, we had fun. I think everything we did was so much fun. The have nots especially was a great time. Yeah. But we always had a good time. It was a great group of girls. What position were you playing? Well, we didn't really assign positions, <laughs> but I was going in for a goalie position Ooh. to start my training the, wow. the day before or the day after Nate had been training. Oh. I never made it. <laughs> uh, you can still go back. Training. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, <laughs> that so was just like so much fun. It I was loved a it. blast. It was a blast. But I told Nate I'll need a skills coach this summer so I can get back to it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. Fly, fly Jason down. He'll uh, he'll yeah. be your goalie coach. Yeah. Just keep working I would, on your I yoga. I really do. I wanna I wanna keep at it because it was actually becoming somewhat decent of getting up and down the ice. You know. Well, now you can just share your skills uh, with the girls in Philly. Do they I have a team? I wouldn't call them skills, but I mean, well, maybe your I'm passion. Not, I'm your not passion. on my ass every five <laughs> seconds anymore. <laughs> How many years does he have left on his contract then? Uh, this is it. Oh crap! Okay, yeah. Ugh, what a way to end uh, the season. Hey, fun time, fun time. But you know, just we're in limbo longer. right now. Do you? I mean, do they? Are they talking to their no. uh, player reps every? I, you know, I've heard so many different things about what's going to happen with the season, but yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, I keep asking too, and Ray's working for the league right now. So I'm not in that decision-making realm at all, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's no way anyone can say what's going on because this virus is, is laying the law for everything. Like, it's so scary we have to just wait it out and then I make know. decisions as we go I guess but it's disappointing are you guys thinking I mean have you even gone there in your minds that this I mean like, I, I think just because we're trying to be realistic with it I, I we're looking at both situations like if it you know, if they say the season's canceled, then the season's canceled. You know, the the biggest thing is what what the best interest is for the health of everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, and then what about on a personal level as far as thinking about next year? Like, are you trying, is your mind working that far ahead? Like, what's going to happen? Pandemic aside, but, um, yeah. you know, just thinking. I mean, for me, I just feel like I'd be like, okay, now he's a free agent and now we don't have the end of the season. And I used to like wish the time away, which I later was so mad at myself for doing, but I just kind of wanted to know where I was going to be next. Yeah. You know, so um, have you gone there at all? Or are you like, okay, we're just going to let this roll? I, I think personally, I'm trying to just stay in it because I love to be knowing where my next move is. I'm mm -hmm. such a planner in that, but I want to keep him calm because I know yeah. he's like, well, what's happening, you know? Yeah. Um, and we have so much going on too with like baby stuff. Uh, so we're just trying to stay in the now, you know, yeah. we are not yeah. pregnant when I say that yeah. um, we're, we have, we're having a surrogate. So um, oh, that's oh, why we're, then, yeah, we're very excited. That's exciting. Um, but that's on pause as well now. Um, so we're right. just, we have a lot of like factors. So for him and I, we've decided that for us just to stay in the now is the best for our headspace, I guess. Yeah. And for you. I, and he, I told him, I'm like, just, you know, you're fine. And you keep playing, you work your ass off, you train hard. I mean, he's working out every single day and eating well. So just right. yeah. stay in that I, positive place. That's good. 
And you've had to put work on hold as well. Yeah. So, I mean, my work is <laughs> not as much as his, obviously. It's not, but it's still close, your outlet, but, but it's but. my, it's my fun time. So, and I wasn't working for a long time. I just started working again a little bit. Um, and then and what I, are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I teach Pilates. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Um, and then I plan on doing it again this summer when we were back home in Hermosa, but don't think that'll be happening. Yeah. But Have you gone into any, doing any of the online classes yet? I was thinking about possibly doing that, um, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Just playing it by ear. Right. You obviously just, have a lot going on. I mean, you're, you, you guys have just been traded. You're trying to have a baby. Now you've made a decision for surrogate. That's, it's exciting. You have a, that's a lot going on in your life. Yeah. We're, <laughs> you know, we're excited. You know, you're in your house. You've got a lot going on in your life, you know? Yeah. But we just, you know, i I just want everyone to get better and be healthy. Mm -hmm. It's right. it's such a scary time. It's you said you went to college in um, Southern California. What did you study? I did. Um, I studied business, and then I got a master's in business after. Okay, good for you. Yep. So, so then, did you start fun. working right after that, or did you? I did. I started working right after, and then um, my health issues that I have kind of kicked in, uh, like extra heavy. Okay. <laughs> um, so I got sick and we won't make this a sad conversation okay but do you want to share it though I no mean, yeah sure yeah. i'm i'm fine to share it um i got diagnosed with a condition a genetic condition called ehlers-danlos okay um it attacks your collagen basically a faulty collagen um and so i was diagnosed with that um how old were you when you're diagnosed with that 25 but i had symptoms my whole life, obviously, because it's genetic. What are okay. symptoms? Like, what, how did you know? So I had, like, seizures, um, bone dislocation, or joint, joint dislocations. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I have a, something called POTS, which is like a orthostatic tachycardia. Um, I have migraines, two, Ugh. I'm trying to, like, give you the... Yeah. yeah. So those were the tr yeah. kind of the things where you're like, okay, this isn't normal. I need to go see somebody about all these. Yeah. I just have like a lot of weird things. Yeah. I guess you'd say. So Main then how do you manage? I dislocate a lot. Okay. And the migraines and the seizures, I think you would say are the worst. Um, uh, but I like, the, do like the migraines, like, are they the ones, like, do they just put you out the whole day? Like just mm -hmm. knock on your ass. Yeah. Mm. But I take medicine now and I'm, Luckily, knock on wood, I'm really in a good spot and That's haven't good. had any big, big episodes. I mean, I've been having a little bit of a tough time recently, yeah. um, but I think it's just maybe stress or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, what about the dislocating? Does it help? Does the medicine help with the dislocating too or no? It doesn't, but moving around a lot and exercise helps a lot. So yeah that is my quote medicine and that's yeah. what filtered me into Pilates. Yeah. I was going to say to that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was working a business job and then I got really sick. I was in a hot, uh, I was in the hospital for a routine back procedure that I had done, I think four or five times and it just went south and I woke up and I couldn't feel my legs and I couldn't feel them for like two weeks. Oh my well, God. So I was in a wheelchair for a little bit, and then my parents took me all over the country to see a bajillion different doctors. I'm trying to even yeah. remember how many. Um, 
and I started rehabbing at two different facilities and go ahead. No, no, keep going. Oh, um, yep. and nothing was helping as much as these like DVDs and different things I would see online about Pilates. Hmm. So I would just try that and eventually it really started to help and I started to feel a little bit stronger and stronger and then yeah, it helped a lot and I decided to get certified and that took about a year and there's that. Wow. wow. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy, dude, because here you are, you're 25, you've just graduated, you have your master's, you're just getting, you know, getting ready to giddy up into life. And then this is happening to you. How was your mental state then during I, that time? Like I, you seem positive, you just kind of seem really easy now I'm going so and you're telling it, obviously you've and, lived it, but. Yeah, I'm so fine, so grateful now. Then I don't think you probably would have recognized me. I was really sad. Like, yeah. Really. I, at first I was like that. Oh my God, how is this happening to me? But mm -hmm. then eventually you need a kick in your own ass and like get your life and, you know, into gear. Um, so yeah, once I, I realized that this isn't a pity party for myself, I'm not going to make the most out of my life if I'm living like that, mm -hmm. then my life changed for the better. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for you. Did you have, did you, um, seek professional help there too? I did. I did. Yeah. I, um, I had a psychologist that I saw all the, no, psycho yeah, psychologist I saw all the time. Um, but it wasn't so much that that I needed. I just needed to know that I would see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. You know, it yeah, wasn't yeah. that I like needed, I never took a antidepressant or anything like mm -hmm. that. I just needed to know that I would one day be okay. You know? Yeah. yeah even if my life wasn't going to go back to what it was before I couldn't feel my legs, that I would be okay eventually. Yeah. Like, that I would, wild. you know, just be able to walk outside with like out my parents worrying about me. They still worry mm -hmm. about me. I mean, my husband's a saint. He takes care of me like no other. And people don't yeah. know this about me or us that he is like a nurse to me half the time, uh, you so know? Cute. Uh, so that's amazing. But yeah, I think just, that's why for me, I just try and live positive every second that I can or else, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's the only way to be. That's why I was just curious because I just feel like it, it's it's smart. You have to be able to kind of, um, you have to pull, pull yourself out of things or yeah. just, mm -hmm. and like you said, you just needed to know that you were going to be okay. And I think it's great to be able to at least have somebody to talk to, to express your fears or maybe it's difficult sometimes to say that to your parents because they're already worried about you, you know? Yeah. And they so do, I, they worry yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I love it when people like, I feel like when you like, you're lucky enough to know how to pull yourself out of it. Right. So you're lucky enough to find those means to get out. And yeah. I'm happy that you can, because yeah. obviously not everyone knows what, what makes them happy to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did, I, that, that was the problem. Like for the first, I think two months I was like, Oh my gosh, is this ever going to get better? And then, you're right. just, you know, yeah but you got to use the tools yeah. well that and then it, it led you to pilates and what a great health like healthy decision that is and a great habit to have in your life i i'm just getting into pilates i love it yeah it's, it's fun it's great it's yeah. it's really fun and i get to do it with nate that's good and and nate's getting so good at it is he oh, flexible you He's so flexible. It was the oh. one thing I thought, okay, we're going to do this and he's not going to be that great. And he goes in and he's great. He's amazing. I mean, yeah. he's sweating like a pig, but that's no surprise. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he's great. He's yeah. almost in the splits and like the first position. I'm looking at him. Wow. Like, what the hell are you doing? We've had this discussion before. I feel like it's so weird when big men can do the splits. Yeah. yeah. It's like Jason. Like yeah, like Jason. Oh yeah, he's probably crazy flexible, right? Yeah, he's a big dude. And like he still stretches, like obviously he's been retired for like four years or something, but he still stretches like crazy because that's just what his body needs to feel good, right? Yeah. So he's so used to the stretching and the flexibility. So he stays on it. Like, I mean, he's not, you know, doing the splits across like the hardwood or anything, but when you see him stretching in the gym, you're like, damn, like I can't even touch my toes. So yeah. No, no yeah. fantasies happening over here. <laughs> we, we were going to um, try and get a splits challenge going with the men. I know. After we had oh, Nicole Anderson on, I was like, let's go. Let's see the splits challenge. Yeah, because we were Maybe. saying that the goalies are so big. Yeah. Like the goalies are so tall these days. Like they're insane. So we're like, yeah. they're yeah. so big. Yeah. yeah. And I'm used to seeing dancers. Like I can, I've seen dancers that are flexible and do the splits and it doesn't. Oh yeah. Same mind. here, Bridge. Oh, yeah. I see six footers. <laughs> it's mind-boggling you're like how is that happening yeah how's that large man doing that we're just seeing all the dancers just doing their splits hey on stage yeah oh my god dancers not the poles dancers i actually don't know oh i was gonna i was just thinking have i seen a male stripper do the splits before i don't know if i have Hmm. i don't know if that's quite a move that turns the girls on so much oh no not like, well know. none of it turns me on yeah <laughs> so cheesy oh, here's the deal don't lie <laughs> uh no it's not it's like it makes you just laugh like it's so true. hard it's uncomfortable yeah. like it's, it's true i did see at the last ones i saw i think was the thunder from down under in vegas this was yeah. quite a few years ago and you giggle like it's just such a fun time and there's all ages in there this couple have their 50th anniversary they're up in the front row but you, you kind of, you giggle a little and then all of a sudden somebody can dance and then they look really good. And, like, oh, shit, that's good. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, I wasn't supposed to like this, but it is hot in here. It is yeah. hot in here. <laughs> These ladies are just giving off so much heat. It's not me. <laughs> oh God. Always, a, always a fun time. Mm, yeah. That's oh, funny. <laughs> so I love it like when we ask people like their fun facts it's always just so funny to get to know people in like the most random ways I, I was like Nate what's funny about me he goes what you don't know your own damn self I'm like well I don't know like what's funny about me he's like oh <laughs> but until just someone random like, points things. it out yeah like it's yeah. so random like you know, one, of my, one of my fun facts that one of my girlfriends is obsessed with about me is that I had to look five pet crawfish or crayfish however i thought that was it. hilarious by the way but she's like what who does that and so like it's so funny to learn random things but i just yeah so you're superstitious like, that's are, the one what, that stuck out in my mind yeah, too. Sorry, what are I just some, interrupted. yeah what are some oh, I'm, superstitions? I'm crazy superstitious i don't even know how this started i'm i mean i'm assuming when i was younger Knock on wood. I think I probably said that already on this call. <laughs> so I'll knock on wood, bite my tongue, and knock on my head. And yeah. if I'm sitting with Nate, I make him do it. And then we knock on each other's heads. So you have to do all of that. If I'm sitting with him, then we do it. <laughs> Poor guy is probably exhausted. Like before, before what? Like when do you? Like if we're saying like, oh, this is going great. Knock on wood. And then boom. all of it. Oh yeah. It's nuts. (laughs) Or no hats on the bed. Oh, interesting. 
No, I've never heard. Is that like, is that that's a, like a, a that like one. a cleanliness thing? I believe okay. is what it is. Okay. No shoes on the table. Yes. I'm with you. Oh, I'm over that. Well, who yeah. would do that? Or the counter. Or the oh, counter. Or anything you eat off of. Is yeah. that a thing? People put their shit on, right? It's bad luck. Yeah, it's bad, it's bad luck. luck. Well, first it's, it's gross, dirty. but also yeah. it's bad luck. Okay. We yeah. should probably learn the total meaning behind that. Yeah. Uh, no keys on the table. Oh. I like that. So I like I, that, but I've not heard it. But yeah. I don't know if I actually put mine on the table either. No, you always put yours in that little box, Bridget. Yeah, you guys are I religious do. about that, and I like yeah. it. That's that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and I like to have a glass of warm milk at some point in the day before I get on a flight. Oh, before just a flight calm, specifically. I don't know why. It's always like why. I don't know. I have no idea. That's so on time. any day, what if you're almost about to get on and you haven't had it? Do you just bowl? No, it, it's not going to ruin it. my day. No, okay, I'll be fine. I wasn't sure. Yeah, just <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah, like, I can't make it warm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. That's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty good list. That's, that's not too bad. Hey, I was actually just watching. Um, I just remember that, like, when we were going to chat with you, that I had seen the segment with you and Nate on was it Sportsnet? Oh yeah. Just when he was talking about his sobriety and his journey. Yeah. Um, you I'm did so an proud awesome of him. job. On, you guys were great. Oh, thank you. Hmm. Thank you. Was that difficult for you to come out and talk about? Uh, you know, I'm, I feel like it was a little difficult at the time just because it was very emotional for both of us, mm -hmm. but no, I don't know. It was, it was something that like in the moment I wasn't sure how we were going to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I'm, I'm just so proud of him that he was able to do that because he wasn't sure, first of all, how people were going to perceive it. And then second of all, like, you know, if people would understand you know, how far he's come and mm -hmm. if they were going to like bash him or what, you know, just what the overall outcome would be. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. How many years was he sober before he kind of announced that? So he, his sobriety date is October 10th. And he had three years. And I want to say we did it right around just after his sobriety date. Okay. So um, I think it was right after. Nate, it was right after, yeah? The Sportsnet piece, I think. Yeah. Ja yeah, but it was, yeah, January. So just okay. a little bit after. So did they come to you guys or did, you, did he yeah. just say to you, like, I think I need to talk about this? Yeah. So they came to us, um, and asked if he wanted to share it and he had been thinking about wanting to finally talk about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot more that he didn't get to say. I mean, he did, but it was just not able to be, you know, talked about I right. guess, just mm -hmm. because of the time, okay. but Christine is amazing and she did such a good job putting it together. We love her so much. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about how it went. And mm -hmm. he felt so great after. I remember the night before we were both like laying on the bed and I just started crying. He started to cry. And I'm like, I'm just so proud of you and grateful to you as my husband, how far you've come. Mm -hmm. Because the person you were, you know, years ago, which is why we did take a little bit of a break. 
Okay. You know, I, you had to get your life together. Or you were going to die. Yeah. Like, it was scary. Just, yeah. Crazy. And it, like, I couldn't enable him being with him, protecting him. And, and he knew it too. Like he needed to protect himself and just mm -hmm. get sober. And so, so did you finally, was it you that kind of finally said something to him when he, when he was still using or drinking? Uh, yeah, sort of. I mean, I can't take credit for his getting sober. Right. Mm -hmm. But no, we had a, a big fight and a, a friend's wedding and then he got sober right, pretty, pretty quickly after that. Okay. That's good. So yeah. that was kind of the, that was kind of the lowest point right there. Rock yeah. bottom. Yeah. So, but <laughs> the whole, so during our breakup, my dad is also sober mm -hmm. and during our breakup, my parents were having dinner with him, talking to him, everything, every week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what are they? They're my parents. Yeah. <laughs> but they truthfully just loved Nate and they wanted to make sure he was okay and checked on That's him. That's really and sweet. Helped him. Yeah, it was amazing and just helped him through it. And so. Well, especially like how it started and your parents were kind of like hesitant and then for them to still yeah be there and realize obviously like he's such a good person and to see that and know that about him and be there supporting him um when like I said at first they were kind of like oh what are you doing and yeah yeah and then they're there like full on and ready to it, help right it was great it was it was great so I I knew like how much work he put into himself and his sobriety and yeah mm -hmm. I mean you so can tell he, now he's a total different person did he um did he have to way. go to a treatment center? And if no. you don't want to answer this, you don't have no, to. No, no. Uh, he's super open about it, so okay. I'm happy to talk about it. Okay. But no, he did not go to a treatment center. Okay. Uh, he got sober totally on his own for wow. himself. Wow. So, yeah. And then, and then did you, when did you guys get back together, like during that process? Were you we, still talking? Because that would be so hard. Yeah. You know, so I can't we, imagine. We talked a little bit, probably every month we talked. Mm-hmm. The first two months after we broke up, we would see each other like here and there. Uh, I wasn't doing too well physically, so he would always come and check on me. Yeah. And cool. I know, and so <laughs> probably wasn't like the nicest of me because I broke up with him, but <laughs> I missed him so much yeah. and I wanted to see him. You're like, uh, yes, please bring me my sour gushers and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> so he would come and he would come check on me. And then we decided to like really cut the cord. And he dove like fully into his sobriety and he was rehabbing his Achilles at the time too. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of work to do on yourself at one yeah. time, like physical yeah. rehab and emotional, emotional rehab. Um, so yeah. yeah. And then we got back together six months later. So he was awesome. six months sober. That's and I awesome. love how supportive like the NHL is like yeah. now ish. Like I feel like guys can talk about it and and they get the aid and assistance that they need along the way. And like, it's okay it's true. not to be okay. Right. And yeah. The I, NHL has been great. Yeah. I love that. That's it, good. Yeah. And then how about with you then when he, when you, when you got back together, are you sober too? I'm not. No. Okay. I enjoy Is that, it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. It works. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah. So yeah. growing up with a sober dad and a mom that drinks, mm. I never knew you know, any different. I'm not a big, big drinker drinker, I'd say, but yeah, I like to have fun and drink yeah. whatever 
but I never want him to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. My mom never did that to my dad. Yeah. And my parents are still married and um, my mom has always been respectful of my dad. Mm-hmm. She's never, I, you know, drunk, drunk in front of him to the point that he feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But like if she goes out with her girlfriends for a girl's dinner, you know, whatever it yeah. may be, um, it's fine. That's and good. Nate never wants me to feel uncomfortable. Like I can't go out and have a drunk night with the girls. Yeah. Right. And was that a conversation that you had when you guys got back together and he was sober? Does that? Like, yeah. That I, I, I at first felt a little like, oh no, like how is this going to go? You know, <laughs> am I going to have to be like uncomfortable well. around him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think he was like, just drink. You're fine. Yeah. Cause I wasn't drinking at all around him. I really yeah. wanted to be respectful and make him not feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. alcohol was a big, big thing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, yeah, you got yourself a DD. So yeah, it's been great. <laughs> you can have like a few, like hang out yeah. with your girls. No, yeah. That's good. Again, your piece, the fact that you guys came out and wanted to share it and he was willing and ready to share it. Um, I think is awesome. And yeah. when I watched it too, I almost cried. I remember you were yeah. kind of choking off and I was almost crying. I was, I didn't even know you, but I was so proud of um, both of you. Oh, like, thanks thank a lot. So, yeah. It takes job. a lot of courage and yeah. And it takes yeah. so much strength though. And then I, I feel yeah. like then you, did you feel like there was a flooding of um, support afterwards? Yeah. He and I both received so many nice messages from people we knew we didn't know and I never thought that that would happen. I mean, I knew our friends would be supportive of it, but it was really, really nice. It was really nice to see. And we're so mm-hmm. grateful again to Christine and Sportsnet for doing yeah. that and sharing it in a nice way. Yeah. Because you know, it, it is scary. Like when you're so oh, vulnerable yeah. and you're putting yourself out there and you're like, how's this going to be received? And I mean, yeah. it's usually really great, but you just never know. Cause yeah. you know, well, I think you like, worry. I think yeah. you just worry and that makes Especially sense. because a lot of people didn't really know that side of Nate. Like he carried on. I mean, eh, maybe people knew that he liked to get after it a little aggressively, <laughs> but they didn't know, you know, all of his quote demons. So mm-hmm. for him to share all that was a, it was a big deal and it made yeah. other people I think feel like they're not alone if they're right. also struggling. Yeah. What do you, would you, what kind of advice would you give as a supportive spouse to someone who might be going through the same thing and doesn't know how to say anything or take the next step? I mean, I now knowing, now knowing everything and going through what we've gone through, I just would not sit back and think that things are going to change. I would take action to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for so long I was like, okay, well, it's going to get better and it's going to get better, but you're not helping them. You're hurting them. So, and so what is the best way? What's the first step? Just to ask for help, to talk to somebody that knows more than you do Mm -hmm. and ask for help because you don't, you, you can never know enough, you know, in Mm -hmm. any area of life. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always somebody that knows more and can help you understand the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. And like you said, you can't, it wasn't up to you to fix him or change him. Like that was a, that was a journey he had to take and decide it on his own. And then Mm -hmm. yeah, too. So 
and he had to get there without me and yeah i had to stop enabling him without yeah. him you know and i love that he could go to your parents and obviously know that your dad's in the same boat and find that support too i'm sure Probably yeah really helped him a lot they're they're really close my parents and him and my dad and him are very close too so it it makes it nice yeah. and helpful for awesome. me because my parents have never been that close with somebody so <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome and yeah. especially when you spend so much time with them you're like thank you yeah. Yeah. Just love them <laughs> or it would have been a really tough life for me <laughs> well plus they've got all girls and now they've got this awesome big man in their life yeah it's been yeah. good this man fun. nurse man yeah. nurse <laughs> 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 I know. Hey, so you you said too that you just got you've gotten into fly fishing. Yes, we go fly fishing now during the summertime. I wish I could say it was like a thing we did every year, but this past summer was our first time. That's so fun. I remember seeing something. Did you put it on your Instagram? I think she posted a picture of the massive fish. I did. <laughs> so we went for the first time in June, and I was a little nervous because I'm not quite the outdoorsy girl. Um, but once we went, I loved it. I was hooked. We went for the first time. I think we did two weeks. Yeah, literally. Then, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I told him I wanted to go back for our anniversary. So we went back in August, just the two of us. Where did you go? Had a great time. We went to his friend's lodge outside of Alaska. Okay, fine. Oh, cool. Oh, it was awesome. unbelievable. I mean, you don't have any rece uh, cell reception. You're totally off the grid. It was unbelievable. Which is actually, isn't it so nice? Like I always go to this place called Emerald Lake. It's two, two and a half hours from Calgary. And you can only get Wi-Fi in the lot, like the main lodge. Yeah. But other than that, I'm, I'm like, in. you know what? It's nice. Like I'm not just like mindlessly scrolling Instagram, looking at like bunnies wearing backpacks for like yeah. two hours. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just spend my time on? Yeah. I never thought I could be entertained with nothing, you <laughs> yeah. know, but you really are. Like we were fishing, I think like just shy of 12 hour days, maybe oh 10 God. hour days. Wow. And it was unbelievable. Did you bring all the fish back with you? We brought a good chunk of it back. You, can, you yeah. a lot of it's catch and release. Okay. Um, but you can bring one kind of fish back. I can't remember. What did you see? Like a lot of other. What did you say, Nate? <laughs> which which kind? Oh, we can bring salmon back. That's all. Salmon. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, but it was unbelievable, and the bears were. Okay, I was gonna I, say. you can't even describe it. How close we got to them. The videos they have, it can't even make it up. You know? Oh, that's, I, I feel like that. experiences like that are so magical. Like that you really are like, it, it seems like fiction, like a Disney movie. And suddenly there you are. Do you um, get up to Alaska often then? So that was the thing. That was yeah. our first time was this oh. past summer or our first as a couple. Okay. Um, every other summer we hadn't gone because... Nate's training takes precedence over yeah. everything and Alaska's mm -hmm. very far. Um, so we I'm trying to think we were planning on going this summer again for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Wait, wait it out. Yeah. But we're going to hopefully build a cabin up there and make okay. that our place where we take the kids and yeah. yeah. I, um, I haven't looked at the stat, so don't quote me, but I feel like I remember reading that like the, um, ratio of men to women in Alaska was like five to one. I think you're you right. Know? I think Is it's something right? crazy. Yeah. 
So all the single ladies need to get up to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> little meat market, hey? Yeah. yeah, I believe somebody told me that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I heard that a long time ago, and I'm like, has it changed? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think I don't so. Know. Just curious. <laughs> yeah, I know that comes out of quarantine. <laughs> oh, crack. Gonna, Sorry, yeah. Jason. <laughs> Happy hunting. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally kidding. But we do no, have some single friends. Maybe they should go on a, maybe that's like the new girls trip. Totally. Like, and I, you know what? I'm on a fishing trip up there. And I'm a really good wingman. So I could go with my single friends. Same. See, well, let's go. Sign us up. <laughs> Somebody has to put the worm on their hook. You drive up from California, pick me up in Calgary, and we'll oh. just go swing around and hit up Alaska. <laughs> I love it. I was, I was actually thinking this is actually a good little segue. But what, what do you think? What's your first thing that you'll do once this whole pandemic is over? My like gosh. once we're released back into the wild and stores are open and the world is well. What's the first thing that you'll do that you? I think the first thing that we will do would probably be go to the beach because we are right in front of the beach where we live uh-huh. and they've blocked off our boardwalk. So we'll probably walk down to the beach and put our feet in the sand <laughs> and then we'll probably go see my family. You are a lot less vain than I am because I'm going to get my hair done and my eyebrows waxed. <laughs> well, you know, yesterday I gave myself a gel removal and then a manicure pedicure, which took me three and a half hours. So nice. I, that will be. How's my your left? How's your wrong stop. hand? I always feel like the one hand the is fine, but the other hand, one is like. I mean, they, my, they look. They, they look, look good. good from far, but yeah. far from far good. from good. <laughs> Bridge, what, Bridge, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you? Uh, what am I gonna? You know what I'm gonna? You know what I'm missing? Well, first of all, I miss dancing, so I, I gotta get back in there. Um, but then I love going to the movies. I cannot wait to go to a movie. Oh, the movie theater. Yeah. that would definitely be Nate's yeah. first pick. I like. I like. I mean, if and also obviously, I want to see. I want to hug my friends. I want to yeah. hug my people. Like, I, I really just want to hold my people again. I, I saw Katie. And my family. And my family, obviously. They're in Canada. So I'm, that's going to be my first trip is going to be to see them. No. Well, we are so happy that we got a chance to chat with you and get to know you a little bit better. Yes. It was so nice talking to you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We're ex- we'll be excited. I know that we're all going to, our world is going to heal. We'll be on the other side of this. And then... I'll be excited to hear about your journey and to becoming a mom. That would be Thank so you. fun. I know. I can't wait. Thank so you. So excited for you guys. And yeah. Jason says hi to Nate. Oh, say hi back. He, <laughs> he wanted me to say hi, but I was like, I don't think he'll be on. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> Jason says hi. I say hi too. <laughs> yeah. But Bridget says hi to Jason. Yeah. My foreigner. Well, yeah, I love it. Well, thanks so much. Take good care of each other and um oh. hopefully our paths. Oh, he's oh. coming in. Hey. Hi. I'm Bridget. <laughs> so nice out there. I love it. Uh, we oh. never get to see the guys, so that's oh, all there he is. Yeah, Pops in. Uh, well, Sid, uh, take good care of yourself, and um, we sure hope to meet you in person one day. Me Yay. too, and I hope you guys feel well and enjoy the quarantine with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.